Masters Mastering Media. Ow! Radio, cinema, and TV changed due to the rapid growth of media, from the car to the theater, then at home. Three very different places with similar types of media. This has all impacted history through economic, political, social, and cultural changes. Introducing Virginia Clements, Maggie Dalrymple, Riley French, Katie Ice, Jenna Reith, Amelia Riley, and Presley Thompson, Keegan Ulrich, and Paige Wheatley. These are your hosts on this episode of What's So Massive About Media, titled Traveling Electronically Through Time. Hey Jenna, do you love watching your favorite movies at home? Yes, AP. There's nothing better than going home after a long day of school and watching some Netflix. Well, it wasn't until 2006 that you could watch your favorite movies on a streaming service. Before streaming services, people had to go to their local store hoping there was a red box so they could rent their favorite movies. Honestly, I don't even know how they got through life back then. Nowadays, we don't even have to leave the comfort of our own beds to watch a movie. Have you ever wondered how that came to be? Honestly, I've never really thought about it. Well, it all started with the radio. This may come as a surprise to you, but the radio was crucial to the creation of a new era of media. Now the real question is, how did an invention such as the radio lead to modern media? Throughout these next two episodes, we will travel back in time to learn exactly where each media started and the technological impacts that have made history. Later, we will talk about each of the economic, political, social, and cultural impacts from radio, film, and television. By the end of the next two episodes, you will learn that it all started with inventors like John Logie Baird, Marconi, and the Lumiere brothers. Although you may not have heard their names, these inventors created the stepping stones for the invention of the radio, television, and, and cinema. cinema. The information used in this podcast is brought to you by Revolutions in Communication by Bill Kovarik. Thanks, Bill. In short, there were a few main people that aided to the massive developments in the film, radio, and TV industries. In 1894, Marconi, an Italian inventor and electrical engineer, created the radio using AM waves. Due to this invention, TV and film became a thought. This is Amelia Riley laying out the timeline of radio, film, and television. In 1895, the Lumiere brothers, French manufacturers of photography equipment, created the first movie using the same technology as the radio. Using the same techniques as film, John Logie Beard, a Scottish inventor and electrical engineer, created the first TV. This allowed for people to enjoy the easy access of entertainment and the comfort of their own homes. But how did all of these massive industries come to be? To answer that question, we need to start at the beginning the invention of the phonograph. In 1877, Thomas Edison invented a device that produced music using vibration. This invention was, a severe was in severe demand due to the idea of having your music on demand. This demand for instant music sparked the idea for the radio. Wait, wasn't he the guy that invented the light bulb? Yes, it was. He's quite the handy guy, wasn't he? It seems like it, but that's a topic for another podcast. Anyways, continue. Okay, so in the 1890s, many things started to develop. And not only the radio industry, but in the film industry as well. In 1891, Thomas Edison created the first successful prototype for the kinetoscope. Thomas Edison again? Wow. Yeah, he is one of the many reasons these industries are so advanced. Not only him, but Guillermo Marconi. Marconi took this opportunity and invented the radio in 1894. The first radio used AM waves to transmit messages using Morse code from far distances. In 1895, Marconi sent and received the first radio signal in Italy. In the same year, the Lumiere brothers displayed the first projected movie, moving picture to a paying audience using the cinematograph. Lumiere? That sounds like the candlestick from Beauty and the Beast. That's because that's who the candlestick was named after. Pretty cool that a popular movie was named after brothers who could arguably be credited with creating the film industry. 
What about this Marconi guy? What else did he do? Well, in the 1900s, Marconi sent the first transatlantic message, and in 1906, the first voice and music signals were heard over radio waves. Very monumental. In the same year, the first full-length feature film was produced. Do you know what film that was? It was called The Story of the Kelly Gang. This movie followed Ned Kelly and his gang as they ran from the police. These advancements in 1906 were big stepping stones for the radio and film industries. However, at the beginning, political leaders and members of their parties were skeptical of the possibilities the radio offered. Some people thought these leaders should broadcast their campaigns by radio, but they refused. It kind of sucked that they didn't trust the radio. Yeah, it does. Imagine how popular they would have been if they utilized the radio earlier. But it's okay. These doubts faded once mob feelings of political audiences were eliminated. That's good. The radio is really important when it comes to politics. That is very true. But as people began to listen to the radio regularly they get their, to get their news and entertainment on demand by the 1910s, there was a need for some government interference. The Radio Act of 1912 gave regulations to radio broadcasters. The Radio Act of 1912 was the first government involvement in what could be broadcasted. What did the Radio Act do? The Act provided for licensing of radio operators, a separate frequency for distress calls, absolute priority for distress calls, and a 24-hour radio service for ships at sea. The Act also required all amateur radio broadcasters to be licensed and prohibited them from broadcasting over main commercial and military wavelengths. Basically, it allowed for ships at sea to be able to reach anyone on land at any hour of the day and made it to where not just anyone could broadcast on the radio. Hmm. I I didn't know that anyone could broadcast at the beginning of the radio. Yeah, but things for the film and TV industry started to boom in the late 1910s. In 1917, the first full-length color film was released. Even though color TV wasn't developed yet, this technology was a stepping stone for the future of color TV. What really kicked the American society to shift to consumer culture was when the KDKA became the first radio station that was licensed to broadcast commercials in 1920. It's kind of weird that color movies came before color TV. Yeah, growing up, I always thought that color TV was before movies were even made. What was the first color film? The Gulf Between. This movie is about a young woman, the daughter of a sea captain, that falls in love with a man from a rich family who does not approve of her. Honestly, these movies don't sound too bad. I always thought the old movies in the beginning were going to be boring, but they're not. Mm-hmm. The 1920s were a big year for radio, film, and new and upcoming TV industry. The invention of the TV, the KDKA being the first radio station licensed to broadcast commercials, and the first TV transmission in 1927. What is the KDKA? It's an AM radio station from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But to continue, these industries played an important role in people's everyday lives, providing them with news and entertainment. Over 500 stations were broadcasting news, music, sports, drama, and variety shows. Due to the uproar of advertisements and the world becoming more connected, AT&T created the first form of network between two radio stations in 1923. By the 1930s, most households in the U.S. and Europe had at least one radio. Families would gather around a big console that was usually located in the living room, where they might spend hours listening to variety shows or comedies. Were these radios available to everyone or just one social class? No, actually, radios were available to most families of every social class. The radio industry started to grow, and this led to the need for transatlantic communication. Thus, the FCC was established. 
This also spiked the golden age of cinema where full-color films were being produced and with synchronized sound. What's the FCC? The FCC is the Federal Communications Commission regulated, that regulated interstate and international communications by radio, television, wire, satellite, and cable in all 50 states. By the late 1940s, the transmitter was a success which allowed for the radio to be compact. By this time, this was the only first time cable TV was introduced and used. There were only two channels and that, that were broadcasted on early cable at this time, CBS and NBC which only broadcasted news. Only news? Wow, I wouldn't be able to survive. The news is so boring. Yeah, that, there was only news on the TV, but there was entertainment available on the radio. By the 1950s, the radio started to broadcast national news, black and white TV came out and became mainstream, and the color TV, color TV system was approved. The 1960s is when the radio became less focused on news broadcasting and more focused on music broadcasting and talk shows. Wait, so the radio hasn't always been music-focused? No, it hasn't. And with the introduction of audio cassettes in 1963, people were able to have portable, on-demand music. In the late 1960s, the first TV transmission was broadcasted. From then, the TV has only developed and gotten more and more capable. By the 1980s, radio speakers became to, began to grow in size and have better sound quality. The speaker changed again in the 1990s. It was given a bigger screen, turning knobs, and push buttons. Then, in 1997, DVDs replaced VCR, and finally, in the 2000s, film viewing began to shift from movie theaters to streaming services. Wait, so turning knobs and push buttons were added in the 1990s? How did they use radios before then? There was no way to change the radio station. It would just pick up whatever station was available around them. In 2002, satellite radio was launched and quickly adapted. From this, the radio began to be more and more complex. The radio evolved from a portable box to something that is located in your car or on your phone using a music streaming service like Apple Music or Spotify. Wow, so the radio before wasn't all about music and was about news? That's crazy. And film came before TV? Yep. All these inventions played an important role to get technology where it is today. There have been many technological impacts and advancements that have affected the economy and politics, as well as affecting our everyday lives. People all around the world use the TV, the internet, or their telephone every day. And in order for all this to be possible, we have had to have all of these inventions. From their creation, we have made the world more technologically advanced and more efficient. And in order to understand that, you must know where they came from. Picking out a specific reason as to why these inventors made their inventions is hard to specify. However, making a collection of these reasons and piecing them together is the most efficient way to do this. Starting in 1894 with the invention of the radio by Marconi, Marconi was convinced that there could be more communication among people with the invention of wireless communication, so he traveled in England in 1896 to seek a patent for his idea. He was granted one that year. This was actually the first patent ever granted for a system of wireless telegraphy. He was granted this patent because the people in power mainly thought this could aid in faster ship-to-shore or ship-to-ship -ship communication. However, Marconi went even further with his inventions and started improving the radio to allow for his transatlantic communication. And this improvement, however, was controversial because many physicists believed that the radio waves traveled in straight lines and would never reach their destination from far distances. But Marconi believed that they would travel with the Earth's curvature. From there, things only went up with the inventions of many other things. Due to these great inventions, discoveries, and improvements made by Marconi, 
the Lumiere brothers were able to be the first to present moving pictures to a paying audience with the use of Thomas Edison's... The kinetoscope enabled one person at a time to view moving pictures. The Lumiere brothers used the kinetoscope and improved the device into the cinematograph, which allowed for a wider audience to view the films. Then in the next year, Louis Lumiere created a chronophotographic camera. These inventions allowed for the TV to be brought by a man named Philo Fansworth. In 1927, Philo Fansworth decided to make the first all-electronic television system. Fansworth became interested in the problem because of the television and was convinced that mechanical systems that use parts like a spinning disc would be way too slow to scan and assemble images many times a second. These systems that were being used were efficient enough to bring images to the screen at the right pace. All these people and inventions played a significant role in the buildup of the entertainment industry. Now we are here with Maggie Dalrymple to talk about the technological impacts of the radio, film, and television. What about the technological impacts? I bet there were loads of them. In our research, we have found that before and after the inventions of the radio, TV, and film, there have been many technological impacts. Before the radio was the phonograph. What's the phonograph, and how did it affect the radio? The phonograph was the first machine to successfully play back music and record music. From the phonograph, the radio could play music for all listeners. But how did they get the information to everybody, considering there were so many people with a radio? They had AM waves. Without the AM waves, the radio signal would not be able to pick up information or the music from the phonograph and trans translate it through your radio. Through the AM waves, phonograph, and the radio came the first network system. The first network system? That sounds super important. I bet it helped create a wave of new inventions. So true. A little later, after the first network system came out, came FM waves. FM waves helped produce clearer sounds, but they reach a shorter distance than AM waves do. A while later, audio cassettes became accessible, and you could listen to your cassette through your radio. Dang, those are some super radical inventions. What about the film? What technological impacts helped cinema? As technology evolved, the kinetoscope was made. The kinetoscope made it so that you could see moving images through a people. Whoa. From the kinetoscope came the cinematograph, which was an early motion picture projector. I've heard a lot about the cinematograph before. It's super important. I bet it helped develop a lot more impacts. It did. Evolving from the cinematograph came the three-strip technicolor. The three-strip technicolor made it easier to project black and white films as well as color films. Then, eventually, the first 3D film was made. It was called The Power of Love, and it was a silent film. Awesome sauce. I bet watching that movie in theaters for the first time was cool. If we skip to 1997, the VCR's tape-based systems were replaced by hard drive-based digital recorders, a DVD. A DVD is a compact disc that can store large amounts of data. Even today, people still use DVDs and DVD players, but nowadays, more people use streaming services to watch all their favorite shows in the comfort of their home. I used to have a bunch of DVDs, but now I watch Netflix and Disney+. Plus. But what about the TV? What inventions started the TV? Did you know that the film also inspired and helped the creation of the TV? In 1925, the first mechanical television was made, and not but a couple years later, the first electric television was made. That's legitness. I wonder what it would be like to have a mechanical TV. And as the TV got more popular, even though only the wealthy could buy one, antennas for remote regions were made so that the news could be broadcasted. But what channels could people watch? Did they have Disney Channel? For a while, though, all that would play on the TV were three news channels. But as time went on, there was an expansion of programs and expansion of channels. No Disney? I wouldn't be able to live back then. For a long time, TV was only in black and white for most. Some other countries, like Germany, had their television screens a green color. But finally, color television was invented in 1954. Man, that's crazy. The only movie I like that's in black and white is It's a Wonderful Life. I don't think I could watch all my favorite TV shows in black and white. 
During all this time, everyone who had a TV had to manually go to the television set and change the channel. But that all changed in 1955 when the first wireless remote was created. Man, I couldn't imagine life without a remote control. Finally, after a long-awaited time, streaming services were invented. So not only could you watch your favorite movies, as we said earlier, but you can watch your favorite television shows without having to go sit in front of the television set. Ooh, I love watching streaming services. Me too. And as seen in all of these examples, there were many, there were so many technological impacts that got us where we are today. Start over. Sorry. Okay. Me too. And as seen in all of these examples, there were so many technological impacts that got us where we are today. Just imagine, without the invention of the phonograph, we wouldn't be able to listen to music on the radio. Isn't it crazy how one small invention could impact our society and everything in it so much? That's out of this world. There are so many technological impacts. Now that I know about the technological impacts, what about the economic ones? Did you know the radio shifted the American economy through advertising? No, I didn't. How did you even know that? Through an ultra-smart special guest and friend, Riley French. Riley is here to help walk us through the economic impacts of the electronic revolution. That's right, Jenna. Television did become the most powerful tool for advertising. Entrepreneurs could advertise their products in brief time slots, which increased demand for the brand. In turn, these businessmen and women were able to maximize profits. However, television harmed older media such as the radio. Because of the TV, less people listened to the radio, which caused a decrease in radio sales and listeners. How did it affect social classes? Well, AP, access to each media depended on social status. Since television was very expensive, only the elite were able to purchase this valuable commodity. However, this changed later as TV became more accessible to everyone. The history of the radio began with the phonograph or the record player. Ugh, from the record, the history of <laughs> the, his the history of radio began with the phonograph or the record player. With the invention of the phonograph, audiences began <laughs> with the invention of the phonograph, audiences began to purchase music differently. Yeah, the phonograph allowed people to purchase records and listen to music in their own homes. Yes, Jenna, the phonograph indirectly... <laughs> Stop! Get Stop. Out. Stop! Stop! Miss Noble, get out of here. You're ruining our podcast. Stop. Stop. You're making us messed up. Yes, Jenna, the phonograph indirectly created the billion-dollar music industry. About a decade later... <laughs> Restart, go! Yes, Jenna... Yes, Jenna, the phonograph indirectly created the billion-dollar music industry. About a decade later, the radio was invented. The radio provided over $21 billion in income. 3,318 the radio provided over $21 billion in income, 318,000 jobs, and an instant source of advertising. Now I, along with most others, just use streaming services. I agree. Streaming services are great, but this could affect music artists. Artists only receive a portion of the profits from their songs that are streamed, which causes conflict between streaming services and artists. Wild. But how do streaming services relate to the radio? The radio started out as several local stations that broadcasted news and entertainment to listening families. But as time went on and FM waves were discovered, the quality of radio was improved and could reach further audiences. Now, with streaming services, information and music can reach audiences all around the world. Yay! By the 1960s, the radio was mainly used for listening to music. Even though the radio isn't as popular today as it used to be, many things still have sparked from it. That's right. 
The cinema, television, and telephone wouldn't have been created without the radio. Thanks to John Loki Baird, now we can watch TV from home. Right, Jenna. The TV he invented in 1920 only had three news channels and was black and white. By 1954, the television was seen in color and a broader spectrum of channels were added. Didn't this create jobs through acting, lighting technicians, sound mixers, and scene directors? It created around 105,000 jobs just from the invention of the television. But we also see the negative impacts of the TV, which took jobs away from people that worked in the radio. Aw, that's so sad. By the 1960s, the cinema began to lose business, thus cutting ticket prices in half due to the popularization of television. Video rentals also ran out of business due to the widespread use of streaming services. In 1974, the FCC, or the Federal Communications Commission, issued new guidelines for children's advertising that separated program content from commercial messages and limited the number of commercials. Now, it's time for our fun fact segment. Television advertising was the most powerful. That's fantastical. Television news broadcasters had to cope with network expectations of high profits to cover the cost of developing television technology. There's no way. The cost of producing a commercial, depending on if there is music, special effects, voice actors, and editing, could be anywhere from $1,000 to $2,500. That's crazy expensive. The film and television industries support over a million jobs in every state. When a new movie or TV show is being produced, they have over 100 workers helping to get the job done. That's gnarly. An example of this is during the production of Marvel's Black Panther, when there were about 3,100 local workers taking home more than $25.6 million in wages. Wow! Just in Kentucky alone, the film and television industry is directly responsible for 6,970 jobs. That's a lot! As we can see, economic impacts have a major influence on the technology industry. The economic revolution has helped shape our society today. As we can see, the electronic revolution has helped to shape our society today. Now, let's take a look at the political impacts. Did you know that political information was first broadcast through radio, film, and television? This is Virginia Clements and Amelia Riley talking about the political impacts of media. Yeah, it originally sparked through radio, which projected more efficient and immediate results from important events. So rather than having to wait for the news the next day in the newspaper, people were able to hear the news on the radio as it was happening? Exactly. The radio also allowed people to voice their political opinions with others to create discussions. Through these discussions, stronger political opinions were formed. Then, as television began becoming more popular, politics began being broadcasted on TVs across the world. Many presidential ads and campaigns were created to encourage or discourage people from voting for certain candidates. Fun fact, President Lyndon Johnson had the first ever negative political ad on television. The presidential campaigns also meant that the president's personality mattered. People were now able to see what the president was truly like, and this affected which candidates the people would vote for. Like the debate between JFK and Nixon? Exactly. The debate was broadcasted on TV and radio for all to see and hear. When the debate was over, radio listeners were sure that the debate was a draw or that Nixon had won. Yeah, but little did they know, Kennedy had won over those watching the debate on television by a broad margin. Kennedy was actually great at keeping eye contact with the viewers watching television, while Nixon continued to look off to the side. Television was a relatively recent addition to homes across America, so politicians still had not figured out the correct way to interact with the public in this new way. Although Nixon may have had the right things to say, it seems that Kennedy had a better way of engaging those who were watching the debate on television. Well, politics can also be seen on television through various movements, like the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah, television was used during the Civil Rights Movement to get a message across to American people. In order to gain support, civil rights activists would advertise the savageness of police during peaceful protests. While the Civil Rights Movement was broadcast on television, 
the events were still kept in the dark in some places. For example, the civil rights broadcasts were not shown as much in the South as they were in the North. Really? Yeah. People had different political beliefs in different regions, so not everything was shown to everyone. Well, beginning in 1954, there was a pattern of racially biased news and public affairs programming on television in the South that a group of civil rights activists began to study. They filed complaints after finding a particularly racist television station. The civil rights activists and leaders went through a long process trying to get rid of the television station. In the end, their efforts were successful and the station's license was revoked. This example of the civil rights movement shows the impact television can have on the people and the impact people can have on the television. Politics were also seen on television in other parts of the country. Yeah, the Nazis took over television in Germany with the idea of broadcasting propaganda. They didn't want citizens to see anything other than Nazi propaganda. They were actually hiding the truth from the citizens by ensuring the citizens did not see any outside information. No one in Germany was able to see British television even if they wanted to, because the Nazis wanted there to only be one source of information. In fact, there were 441 television lines set up under only Nazi Germany. Through the Nazis' use of television, it is evident that politics played a big role in what was broadcast on TV. Various aspects of the war were also broadcast on television and radio. For example, during the Vietnam War, television had a huge impact on public opinion. The television actually caused support for the war to decline. Wait, really? Yeah. In fact, President Nixon said, our worst enemy seems to be the press. So it looks like television and the media had a huge impact on support for the Vietnam War. Yeah, it definitely did. The steady drop in public support also seems to have been related to public national debates about the war's overall purpose and conduct. One specific incident that sparked public controversy was a report on the burning of the small village Cam Ne. The people at home watched American soldiers burning down huts as the Vietnamese stood by helplessly. Events broadcast on television like these caused a decline in American support for the war. Wow, that sounds awful. Yeah, it does. The radio was also an important aspect during the war. The radio allowed the government to track the troops and their developments. This made it easier to know what was going on in the war and what steps should be taken next. Now, I know we have been talking a lot about television and radio, but films saw political impacts too. As studios were able to create more of their own content, they could provide more biased information. Based on their own personal beliefs, they could change other people's perspectives and opinions. Since they could create their own content, they chose what would go in their movies and how that information was portrayed. How a producer talks about a person or a certain group of people can change many opinions. Yeah, the way a person is talked about or portrayed in a movie can heavily influence how others see the figure. Many different political ideas, people, and events are included in movies in many different ways. Each of these ways can influence people in various ways and change how they see certain people or even the world. For example, during the Cold War, many Hollywood stars were blacklisted for potentially having communist ties. Really? Yep. There were many concerns that there was communist influence in Hollywood films, and due to this concern, the House Un-American Activities Committee began an investigation. By 1951, the FBI listed 151 names to be blacklisted. Blacklisted? What does that mean? It means that the people on the list were forbidden from working in the U.S. film industry since they were accused of having communist ties. Wow, that's crazy. I know. Although it may not seem like it, politics played a huge role in various aspects of the film industry. Overall, politics have always played a huge role in the media like television, radio, and film. Yeah, each one of these has had a huge impact on media around the world. Radio, TV, and film. These new forms of media were available to all classes of people. This revolutionary principle meant the general public now had access to news, information, and music on a greater scale than ever before. Wow, really? Yeah. The radio, television, and movies allowed people for the first time to find music, films, and shows that identified with their personal lives and culture. For example, the development of different musical genres after the invention of the radio allowed people to identify with specific music categories. Yeah. 
Like people who lived in rural areas typically listened to country or hillbilly music. Yeehaw! And people who lived in urban areas tended to tune into jazz or the blues. So, for the first time in history, the public was able to see and hear what was happening outside of their country? Yes. Due to the advancements of radio, television, and film technology, citizens were able to access more information than ever before. Yeah, like how the radio was used as a public broadcasting system to inform the people of the United States' foreign affairs. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep, especially during World War II, the radio was the main tool used by the American government to encourage citizens to contribute to the war effort. Oh, is that why the U.S. won? Woo! Sort of. The participatory citizenship produced by the radio is likely to have contributed to the United States' victory in World War II. That's crazy. (laughs) There were a lot of changes produced by the radio, TV, and movies. Yeah, these new forms of media were used by people as a means to incorporate visual and audible appeals to advocate for what they believed in and encourage needed changes in their society. Oh, like the Civil Rights Movement? Yep. Through that movement, African Americans in the United States were able to work towards the equality they deserve. In this way, the technology developed from the radio, television, and movies created a society more informed and passionate about diverse personal opinions and politics in America. In short, the radio was broadcasted by local radio stations and used to inform and entertain families everywhere. As time went on and FM waves were discovered, the quality of the radio was improved and they could reach farther audiences. Bet they wish they knew that back then. This led to the emergence of music, broadcasting, and commercials to be implemented into the citizens' cars and everyday lives on the radio. By the 1960s, the radio was mainly used for listening to music. Since this, the radio has only led to greater things, such as music streaming services. Even though the radio isn't as popular today as it used to be, many things have sparked from it. The telephone, television, and cinema wouldn't have been created without the radio. Wow. I never knew the radio led to these inventions that I use every day. The original use of the television was for news, but in order to go see it, you would have to go to a secondary location, like a movie theater, to watch it. TV began to be used to entertain people with shows, animations, and many uses, including the news, weather, comedy shows, and a wide variety of other shows. Due to its rise in popularity in the late 1950s and the early 1960s, half of every household in the U.S. owned a black and white TV set. The TV has only evolved from its first version. Now the TV has many different applications that allow to stream music, watch videos online, and many more. The use of film was for entertainment purposes and to spread news and information. Cinema had been used for entertainment, but it was also used to spread propaganda throughout the 1930s. As time went on, film became more popular through its advancements throughout the years. Inventions like the kinetoscope allowed more than one individual to watch film at once. In the 1920s, Technicolor was produced, which led to televised programs wearing color. This led to cartoons, which led to several advancements such as animated films. These modern-day programs would not be possible without the development of film. Overall, these inventions in the radio, film, and television industry have impacted and changed entertainment throughout the world. All these inventions rely on each other, and without them, our world will not be as technologically advanced. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of What's So Massive About Media. Make sure to check out our other episodes to learn more about the history of mass media. Media Masters! Bye bye, media! Who's there?